Welcome to another edition of 48 Shades of Football, everyone's favourite English language uh, podcast on the K-League. I'm joined this week by Paul. We're phantomless again for the second week in a row, I believe. Because ghosts don't exist. Ghosts don't exist, yeah, and because he does have his big real job coming up. You know that one, that one week a year that he does some work, yeah, it's next week. So anyway, good to have you, good to see you. Looking yep. a bit chipper. You been out in the sun? Been out in the sun, had a glass of wine. Good. Thank God it's good evening then that we said and not good morning, right? <laughs> and also the football, the football's looking a little bit better this week. Does that have anything at all to do with the intro music? Uh, it might do. It was obviously since you've been gone. Yep. Um, can you tell Paul why? Uh, obviously, uh, we're now two matches into Neil Young's reign as sole manager. The first nil-nil against uh, Kyungnam, well, not, not much to talk about there, but obviously the super match, huge match, uh, and he came up trumps. 2-1 win over, over the old enemy. Um, the players looked interested, they looked like they were trying, so we'll see if he can continue on with that for the next two games. Okay, is there any truth in the rumour that from next season, uh, FC Seoul are dropping GS as their shirt logo, as their shirt sponsor, and they're going to go with VAR, V-A-R, because that seems to be the only way you can win a game, right? Pohang, Suwon Brewings, the, the list is getting kind of endless as to how many VARs you've been getting, right? Um, I don't think you can complain about that they're all once, once, <laughs> once you see the video they're all just correcting wrong are they not? Um, I mean the interesting thing is like on, on I mean I'm, it's, like I'm quant- it's like quantum leap they, I mean, yes I mean, Sam Beckett jumps into the referee's body to correct a right to, cor- to correct a wrong yeah and then jumps into the referee's body for the next soul game to correct the next one right it was quite interesting is that I actually I'm joking there obviously but um, on Sunday when we get to the Songnam game on, on Sunday uh, the the ultras that I sit with in the temporary stand, the old guard as we call them, have now come to singing penalty FC <laughs> to song now because <laughs> we've had four penalties in five games <laughs> or something along those lines. Uh, anyway, so into music, yep. So things are looking up, up, up for so we could have gone with like the only ways up, which I think we've went with before, right? I think we use that in like. Episode one or two, or something like, yeah, right well, at the beginning. Probably episode four, because after that debacle that was episode three, right? Yeah. Um, so I guess we'll talk about things that have been happening since Wang's gone. Uh, we have news of another departure or um, potential departure. Anyway, the announcement's been made. There's also some news of a potential reunion coming up. Uh, which I don't know if you have heard about but I'll talk about when, when we get to it the FA Cup has been drawn yep. the ACL has been played and the first, forums first legs are done, yep, so. the forums have been read uh, the winners and losers have been chosen and the reviews will be done 
and we've seen another tape incident in the ACL. So, do you, yeah, do you remember earlier in the, the season when uh, Brisbane had, had to use tape on their kits to make them uh, compliant with rules? Or yeah, they keep the numbers on, right? And it looked really terrible. Yeah. So there's something similar in this week's match between Guangzhou and uh, Tianjin. Okay. Uh, and there was a different stance taken by the, the team in response to it. Okay. So we can now call them Guangzhou ever taped? Or... Yeah. Okay, that... If you, if you get a chance to edit it, just cut that terrible joke out, right? So anyway, let's begin. Where should we begin? We'll, we'll, we'll begin with the review uh, of the weekend's games, yeah? Okay. Um, Which games did you go to? Uh, I went to Tanchon, to the Fortress, which is still the Fortress, uh, on Sunday. I met up with uh, Chief in Korea. Um, we met up afterwards. Don't remember much about the aftermath. So you didn't scoot on over to Puchon like you were threatening to do? Uh, I thought about it, but to be perfectly honest, the temptation of soju was too great. Um, so I ended up going for some green instead of going to the green, green grass of Puchon. So yeah, but this, I mean, we'll start with the key one. Uh, the game that you were at, obviously it was a super match. Uh, we had a Jolla derby, as we discussed, which was, I think, to paraphrase it correctly, to paraphrase me, after honking. Yep. I think nothing each I believe that's all there is to say about that I think well none of us read none, none of us saw it no point commenting um, let's not talk about whether anybody else went to the game <laughs> but um, yeah so nothing each draw um, he was coming off the John Book juggernaut yeah I, I, um, I don't think they'll win another game this season <laughs> we'll get to whether or not second place could take advantage right um, the other derby was the one Bullsan um, you want to tell us how, how that one went Mr K1 expert uh, obviously I didn't get a chance to see it so your guess is as good as mine but there were goals there were goals there were indeed yes uh, did Ulsan win 2-1 uh, Ulsan did win 2-1 yes um, so not only did you not see it but you were able to guess the score as well yeah shame I couldn't guess it beforehand <laughs> yeah, well, I don't think I don't think we'll even talk about this week's prediction league okay because I think the total number of points between all the CSC members was two <laughs> do you know who scored those two points me so well, half of them didn't put any guesses in no, they did. Well, yeah, the one guy who's not put any in at all anymore, right? Okay, so on Saturday, well, I mean, all the games were obviously played on Saturday. We also had the United Derby, which was uh, at Inchon Football Stadium, if that's what it's called these days. Uh, that was Inchon versus Jeju, uh, finished 2-1. Uh, and yet again, a, a last-minute goal. I think this is now, Inchon have now lost, I don't even know how many it is now, right? Four in the bounce. Last minute goals, uh, last minute goals, uh, dodgy East penalty kick. I have no sympathy, sympathy for them after they took that last minute point off Seoul, yeah. which was the beginning of the rot. Well, the, the beginning of the rot? The calm before the storm, I guess. Didn't the rot begin roughly around 2015, midway through, about October? Um, okay, uh, anyway, finished 2 1. Uh, Ru Sunwoo knitting from the spot in the 93rd minute or something, yeah, to clinch three points for Jeju. Uh, we did see I did mention earlier did Sue want to take advantage of, of 
John Big slip up, the answer to that was, we'll, we'll get to in a second, but one team that definitely did take advantage was Gyeongnam, amazingly, uh, as they went down to Daegu and a, a double uh, from Macau uh, made it 2-0, uh, both of them in the last 10 minutes, the last 10-12 minutes. So he's back, back in the, back amongst the name, uh, back amongst the, the goals and obviously like... Uh, so who's our current leading cons- consecutive scorer? Uh, Sorry, who? I missed Stato. Uh, it will probably be Macau right now. I haven't really checked because, in fact, I only really care about the foreigners who are doing it. Um, the other game, before we get to, to your game, was down in Sangju, uh, where Sangju played Gangwon. And I don't think anyone saw that result coming. Uh, Sangju ran out 3 0 winners. I don't think anyone could have predicted even a victory, never mind a 3 0 victory. So, let's get to it. The big one, the Super Machi. The Children's Day Super Match that was obviously attended by a whopping, how much does Siam hold? 60,000? 67. 67? Must have at least, surely, surely on Children's Day, beautiful Sunday Children's Day, must have at least topped 50. I think you're thinking of uh, that match against Songnam a few years ago. What was the result of that? Uh, five, four, three, <laughs> I have no idea. But uh, anyway, a Super Match though, on Children's Day, I mean, Foreigners Day Super Match. Three years ago, I tried to 45,000 on a Saturday night. You've got to be telling me, surely this one attracted 50. Uh, this year it was 36, 37. No, it was 30. That was the, the fee-paying customers. <laughs> but that's what we can only, we can only judge it on the official number. The official number is 30. Uh, and the official number of people that were there, including people that didn't pay, was also... I've also obtained that number and it was 36 or 37. Okay. So if you want to compare like to like, which you're going to compare your three years ago, when they would uh, count all kinds of people that weren't here. Yeah. Um, probably quite a similar crowd, I guess. Okay. So the key league is alive, it's not dead. Um, I, can, I can put my, my Undertaker costume away. Well, how, how did the other matches fare? Was, was there a bump in the crowds at other matches? Nah, it didn't look... <laughs> to be honest um, so anyway take us through the game uh, take us through I mean I see let's start probably with Dehan's offside goal that was chopped off at nothing each uh, uh, sorry at 1-0 it probably shouldn't have been right <laughs> or we could possibly go with um, Evandro's handball for the first goal but anyway let's start with it let's start with the kick off uh, the ball was kicked <laughs> off and <laughs> within 90 seconds the ball was in the back of the net pretty much right yeah. um, had you even opened your first can Inside the stadium, not uh, obviously you. I was just about to. I was. I just finished tweeting whatever my opening tweet was for the for the game, uh, and looked up to see Evandro scampering down the left. He must outmuscled the Suwon defender, uh, crossed it, nipped across the goal. Uh, somebody was waiting in the middle and missed it. Yep. Uh, but luckily, Evan, um, Anderson was on the far post, and he kind of. Miskicked it, but it trickled into the net anyway. One nil after one minute. One minute, right? Having seen the replays, uh, having sparked a little bit of conversation uh, about it um, with some rather sarcastic comments from people who should know better, um, uh, it looked until honestly about the fifth time I've watched it. Even now, still, I think uh, some people have put up some still photographs, and now you can see it wasn't a handball, but it really looked like a handball. Uh, surprised that anyone watching it in the VAR didn't think it was a handball if it went to VAR maybe it didn't um, but that must have been I mean that's the opening 
start to supermarkets that so fans dream of, right? Right. Okay. Did it get any better? Or did it get any worse? Did it, how did, did it continue in that vein? Um, well, so I had another good chance not so long after that. Um, it should be noted also that you're talking about this alleged handball, but the uh, Sion defender did his best to take out Evandro once he saw he was going past. Did you not see that? No, but I just saw the handball. He shoved him. No, I just saw the handball. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But the next thing of real interest to happen was Dayan's equaliser. Yep. Uh, was that like 10 minutes in? Uh, 10 minutes in? Both that, yeah. Uh, some poor defending by Sol. Uh, as Suwon broke forward, crosses it in. Uh, Dayan's on or about the penalty spot, slots it in the net. Just stood there, no, not celebrating. Although you could argue he was kind of uh, strutting. His chest puffed out okay. and his arms thrust down to some degree. But he also did look kind of gutted as well, so I don't know. Nah, we'll see. Maybe he was gutted because he knew Bab was going to cut it off and chop it off, right? So that got chopped off for, for offside? Yeah. Okay. Um, five metres offside. Okay. I haven't seen it. I didn't, I didn't see that at all. It was offside. Okay. I believe you. You wouldn't possibly be wearing your, your FC your soul specs on a... On a, on, a, on a podcast um, so then what, what happened next? Um, what t- 20 minutes after that um, Evander again picks up the ball uh, at first glance it looked like he was playing it trying to play it down the centre for Pak Jung to um, run onto but I, if, if that was his intention he severely overhit it because it went out towards the right wing but luckily Anderson was sprinting down there he got the ball Slotted it past uh, Shin Hua Yong and into the corner of the net, 2 0. So, uh, a foreign double? Yep. Okay. And then um, two goals. This is his debut goal and his second goal in one game. Did you, I mean, uh, how, how are you feeling about it? I mean, uh, at this point, we're, we're so good for the 2 0 lead. We're so particularly looking um, like they had. I mean, it's, it's obviously impossible to say, but was this a sole team that was playing differently than the sole team you would have expected that had Huang been the manager? Or do you think it was just a simple case of, like, you know, it, it wasn't any tactical tweaks or particularly motivational speaks from the, from the caretaker? It's hard to say because last year as well, Seoul were really poor at times, but they always raised their game yeah. games against Suwon. So... Although that didn't happen in the first super match of this year, even if Huang had still been manager, he might have got them G'd up for this, so it's kind of hard to say. Um, yeah, and, and also I thought Suwon were not without chances, and they had a lot of possession and a lot of huffing and puffing, but they just lacked a little bit of quality. Um, Seoul basically got those two chances and scored them, and Suwon had a bunch of half chances that didn't really score or as we saw with chalk, chalked off so okay. so speaking of huffing and puffing and not scoring I was in Emart at that point in time doing my doing my weekly grocery shopping with the missus well, where's your uh, journalistic integrity to sit down and watch other matches not involving some of them uh, to be perfectly honest I, 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 I was I was having family there <laughs> anyway so 2-0 half time yep Okay, second half? Yeah. Much of the same? Yeah, uh, Suwon had the ball in there again. Uh, I don't remember anything about that, but it was disallowed again. Oh, that I didn't know. I didn't know there was a. I didn't know that. I didn't know they beat you 3 2. Yeah. 
thought it was a two east draw. Okay. So it finally uh, ended up it was your favourite player, Mr Mr. Freekick himself, Yom Ki Hoon, I yep. believe, in the 80th minute or 80th, 80th minute or something. 85, I guess. Yeah. Uh, scored, make it 2-1. At that point, did you think, oh, here we go again, it's going to finish, like a draw, or, did you, or were you confident that so we see it out? Uh, it's definitely nervous, and especially when the 90th minute ticked over and the, the fourth official held up a board saying like five or six minutes of injury time. Okay. Um, but actually... I think Suwon at that stage were a little bit uh, like headless chickens, so they had possession and they kept trying to come forward, but they were misplacing, misplacing their passes and basically wasting their opportunities. So, okay. so uh, I mean, obviously Suwon changed a lot of the squad. You know, like they, they brought in a you know like a lot of names. I mean, like you know Dehan, Wagenino. You know, they've got Christy and Valdo. Um, which moment? Yeah, which one of them is, is uh, leaving and make way for Jonathan when he comes back in the summer? Which apparently is happening. Cobra. If you look at Cobra. No, according to Saw, Saw John Warner come out and has come out this week and said that yes, they are still in talks, he still watches the games, he still talks to the players, uh, and it is something that they're thinking about is bringing him back. Uh, so when you're when the manager comes out and says that it's no longer just you know like like keyboard warrior internet journalists like spreading stories. I mean it does seem as if there is some traction in the story. But so my my question is which of the three foreigners are they going to get rid of? Christopher. But that's the Christopher, right? You can't. I mean you can't get shot of Dan. That would just be like ridiculous, right? The Maganino has contributed a few goals so far although having said that with uh, if Jonathan's back Dayan's not going to play much is he? or Wagner's not going to play much or both of them aren't going to play much I mean, he's, he's not going to play all three right? so yeah, you've got to imagine that if if you think last year um, Jonathan played most of the time and Santos would come up the yeah. from time to time so you've got to assume that Jonathan would go up front and Dayan and Wagner would alternate coming off the bench that's a uh, it's uh, a, a bold and a big move you make. I mean, when you've made that, this, when you've brought Dehan in the summer, uh, sorry, in the winter transfer window, in the close season, it's a big move to bring back Jonathan and then drop him, right? Do you think there's zero chance that Jonathan will be playing in a red and black shirt? Uh, I don't think Bohan can afford him. <laughs> I was thinking of. Uh, he's not going to sell. Buchan. Buchan, yeah. Um, he's not going to sell, but I, I, if there's any. Truth, traction, whatever you want to call it, and the stories about him coming back, it, it does sound as if he's got, as if Suwon are keeping tabs on his unhappiness. Now he's had this seven match ban, yeah, um, or something along those lines. I think the Chinese love a seven match bans, right? Uh, now he's had that, uh, he's maybe even effectively played his last game in China, um, and might just come straight back after his World Cup performance. Oh no, sorry. He's not going. Um, so yeah, uh, interesting one to keep an eye on. But I mean, do I think he would do a, a Dehan or a Morris Johnston and, 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 and jump ship again? I don't think so. I don't think he would go. I don't think because everything he's been talking about mm-hmm. on Instagram and from what, I, what we're now reading from from Saw is like it does sound like he 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 has been following Suwon. He's been talking to Suwon players and stuff. It would be a huge slap in the face if he then moved to Seoul I, I, I get your point that you would love him there obviously but um, 
I don't think it's going to happen, yeah? I think someone can afford him. Mm. You've got to assume that Dan's not on particularly small money. You've got to assume well, that, uh, uh, regardless of the fact that they're not actually owned by Samsung anymore, technically, that they, they could probably get some money released from whatever small branch of the conglomerate giant is that, that owns them, right? Um, so anyway, that's the key one. So leaving us with obviously uh, John Book top. Um, now we have a new a new team in second place. We have Gyeongnam in second place, ten points behind. What, what's the gap? Ten points. So Gyeongnam thirty one. It's John Book thirty one. Uh, Gyeongnam twenty one. Uh, Suwon also on twenty one points, but they fall down to third. Uh, Jeju are down to fourth on 20 with Sangju 18 and Ilsan 18 um, kind of completing the top six and Pohang dropping like a stone Pohang after after the fantastic start uh, now having won in five and have lost three of those five right um, the bottom six is in seventh with Gangwon Pohang Seoul Jonam Incheon and Daegu getting relegated although my money is probably on Incheon to get relegated to be perfectly honest but maybe Engine have done something to to stop their potential relegation. Stop the rot. Stop the rot. As their manager will step down today or tomorrow or at some point in time over this week anyway. It's another odd decision. We've got tomorrow's match, we've got next weekend's match and we've got like a huge World World Cup break. Well he's he, he's announced that he'll step down. Um, I'm not sure of the actual date the timing and when it was stopped down but as far as I'm aware it's tomorrow the, the story in the inch on Ilbo seems to be that he's stepping down tomorrow ok um, which yeah but by all accounts they've been playing pretty well this season they've not been getting results but they've been <laughs> that's the thing I mean like, they've, not been, they've probably been playing better than they've played any of the last couple of years I've seen them in the odd games that I've seen them in obviously not been a, 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 a season ticket holder or anything but in the games I've seen them in I, I would say what I've seen this season has been better than what I've seen last season but I guess Iki Young just thinks it's time to step down it's like it gives someone else the, the chance of taking the reins so I, I'm going to assume it'll be really interesting to see if Huang um, does well at Incheon when he's appointed next week um, well maybe that's where Dayan's going to go and someone <laughs> that's what play a manager Incheon. play a manager but he was there before, right? Um, yeah. So interesting, as you said, it's, like, it's strange timing. Strange timing to announce, you know, like caretaker manager for a season. Strange timing to step down now. Keep it going to the World Cup. There's only a couple of games left. Like step down in the, in the summertime when all eyes are focused on, on uh, Russia, right? It's just strange, strange, strange. Okay. So anything else in K1? Anything else you, you want to talk about? No. What happened in K2? K2, well, uh, what happened in K2? It was looking a bit dicey for Songnam, was it not? Uh, it did look like we were going to see our, our uh, unbeaten record um, end. They've got the form of a promotion contenders, right? Taking wins where they don't look likely. Yep. I mean, uh, controversial winning on Sunday. Uh, I guess we'll... Uh, where do you want to start? Start there, I guess. Start there. Okay, so it was uh, Songnam versus Suwon. Last time we played was down in, uh, I believe it was called Castle Park. I'm unsure if that's what it's called. Uh, but that's the nickname, I think. Uh, we beat them 4 1, we went behind. 
to Amateus go and then we just like ran all over them. Uh, this time we went behind again to probably the most outrageous um, own goal I've ever seen. Um, I can't remember, I don't know who it was, I can't remember this, the Soper on the right hand side came down, beat this Songnam defender, crossed it in, and there was like two two Songnam players in the middle. Um, Murala and Un uh, Yon Jeun, I think it is. Uh, he crossed the ball in and it seemed to bounce off one off the other and pass the keeper. Um, so it was like one way it was going across, then it deflected t- towards the, the penalty spot, then hit the guy standing on the other side and deflected back. It was like the magic bullet. It was like watching the, the, the Zubruga film all over again. Um, so that was 1-0. That was 30 minutes in, into the game. Songnam huffed and puffed for the rest of the game. Came out second half. Uh, started to attack a lot more second half. Um, started to create a few a few more chances, and then saw uh, saw uh, scored in the 70th minute. I thought it was a free kick actually. I was either tweeting or drinking, and I looked up and I just saw him cross from the the the, the left wing. But I haven't seen the replay. He actually would. It was just a pass out to him. It wasn't actually a free kick. But anyway, so he he crossed it in. Uh, everybody jumped for it. Nobody made any any connection, and the ball floated into the top corner, uh, the far away corner. So that was one each. And then in the 90th minute, um, we got a penalty, uh, and up stepped Subbowman, and he and he put the ball in the back of the net. So two one, but like just about seconds left to play. Um, at the time, I thought the penalty was a tad controversial, fortuitous having seen the replay I still think it's one of those ones that if it was giving against my team I would be angry <laughs> It's very magnanimous again Well so basically the ball comes in, I think it's a corner, the ball curls in right and so the two players, so the, the Songnam player, so the 2-1 the, the player is goal side, Songnam player is, is, is another side right and they're holding hands basically effectively right and the Sonam player realises that the ball was curling out towards the edge of the box. So he, he tries to break free so he, he can get to it. Mm-hmm. The 2-1 player doesn't let go of him. Keeps hold, holding his hand. And so the guy has no alternative but to throw himself to the ground. Typical Sonam. So the penalty, but technically by the letter of the law, it is a foul because he is obstructing him from moving towards the ball. But if it was given, if it was given against Songnam, I would be complaining and ranting and throwing bottles of beer. Still, um, if Ali McCoy did that in a match against Celtic, yeah. Well, I just said if it was against Songnam, I would be angry. So if it was against Celtic, you'd be worse. <laughs> yeah, if it was against Celtic, I'd be worse, obviously. Um, yeah, I mean, it soft, but by the letter of the law. Um, it's a penalty. What was Joe's take on it? Uh, shocking, officiating, no point coming to games, absolutely shocking, utterly disgraceful. Can't put in a performance like, like that and get nothing. Shocking, disgraceful, poor refereeing. That's me just cut all the swear words out. <laughs> um, so we met afterwards, he, he was obviously annoyed, as was, I mean, uh, completely un- understandable. And we went and we uh, reanalyzed the game over some soju and that Galbi. 
Okay. And then I went and met the Phantom, and we reanalyzed my life <laughs> over some some soldier in Galby. And then I went home with the wife, and we reanalyzed my marriage over <laughs> over some soldier in beer. And your life goals. <laughs> and my life goals have changed. I'll no longer be at women's football on a Monday. <laughs> Well, yeah. I should say that because there's proper football on this, this Monday. There is indeed. The, the K2 is now back, which we'll get to when we do our previews, yeah. right? Before we get to that, there's a couple, there must have been a couple of other matches in the, the K2. There were indeed. There were some big scores. We had uh, Ansan at home to Pusan. Uh, they lost 3-1. Yep. Um, goals by Ali Mio, the new uh, Pusan player who may or may not have posted some offensive... Instagram post uh, and a goal for by Jonathan Balotelli who I didn't even know played for Pusan um, then we move on to Anyang where the police won 3-0 no foreigners scored in that in that game should be noted uh, but I was a double from An Hyung Bong and then the last game which was played on Sunday night which I, I talked about going to but didn't uh, was Buchan who uh, won 1-0 at home um, Jin Chang Su is the beat Guangzhou so the table looks like Songnam top on 22, Buchan second on 21, then four points behind them are the police uh, on 17, with Pusan making up the playoff spots uh, on 15. And of course, Elan had the weekend off. Yeah, the weekend off, yeah. Because they released their Venezuelan foreigner and they had no one to put in the team, I guess. Yeah, I, I don't think they're related, but yes, they did indeed. Uh, Feebles, is Danny Feebles, or I've just made that name up, uh, has been released somewhere, right? Maybe that's where Jonathan's going. Maybe it is. It uh, should be noted, though, that, I mean, Anthony. He did start off in the K2, didn't he? With Tegu. He started with Tegu, yeah. yeah. Uh, Anthony have now lost two in a row uh, and seen themselves falling from second down to, like, um, fifth. And despite so. Songnam being undefeated and Puchon losing three, there's only a one point gap between them. There is, yeah. Because in the fact that Buchan won something like seven in a row, right? So that was a big gap to pull back. Uh, and we saw them about one four in a row. So we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, uh, it's far too tight to call, but there is already. Uh, a seven point gap open between Songnam and Fifth you've got to already say that based on the form so far of the teams based on how it's looked so far Songnam are, are surefire bets for at very least a playoff spot so you've already booked your holiday for the playoffs uh, no because I think we'll win no I don't but uh, I will get the holiday well actually I'm keeping my holidays for the potential next round of the FA Cup Okay. To be honest. So the FA Cup next two rounds were drawn together. Yep, they were drawn yesterday. I watched it live uh, on a shaky camera that uh, a, a 1980s pirate video of Rambo First Blood uh, would have been proud of. KFA needs to really get a grip of their of their ability to like promote or highlight anything. It literally was like watching a fan cam. Actually, it was like watching something else, but we won't go into that. Um, Songnam got a relatively easy draw. Well, not really. Jungju KH and MP are not an easy team to play. Yeah, they gave so a fright a couple of years back. Yeah. So, uh, but the match w- was drawn away, but they're going to play at Tanjan, right? Uh, I haven't actually heard anything, but I, I think I think that was part of the story that was going about potentially. I think isn't that what Jungju always do? Because the game they had against Seoul, I believe, was drawn away, and they re- and they changed it. I think they always change it to the bigger team's ground. 
I, I think um, was that the year the Sol won the FA Cup or was that the year they got beaten in the final I think that was the year they won it <sighs> so the Omens are, are still there for some of them I think that was the year wasn't that the year they beat Inter in the final yeah uh, well, I must have been because I was when you get to the final every year they all run into one uh, 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 I must have been because I was still going to soul games back then so it was before your fans showed me just how disgusting the bio they are anyway well, back, <laughs> back when you were still a, a soul fan but yeah whatever Paul keep it going anyway speaking of soul uh, soul got drawn our way to Jungnam quite a tough game tough well, yeah and then doesn't help anyway they, they, the winner of that game travels to Jeju potentially home Home to sorry, home to Jeju. Sorry, or, home to or Jeju. Korea Uni. Yeah, or Korea Uni. Yeah. So potential double header of uh, K1 team, Gyeongnam and then Jeju. Gonna beat them all at some point. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna win a cup, you may as well win a cup by beating teams that are better than you, right? And <laughs> and actually, Seoul's record against those two is not too bad. There are worse teams to face, I think. Yeah, like uh, Busan. <laughs> anyway, so who did they get? Did they try it now? <laughs> this go, go one better than last year. This has been incredibly perfectly linked today. I thought we'd have planned this one. Maybe she got in the wine every time. Uh, they are playing Gyeongju Citizen. Okay. In a game that they should obviously, obviously win. Uh, the winner of that then plays. Well, I, I want to say the winner of Ulsan versus Suwon, but alternatively just Ulsan. So we could see a, a repeat of last year's final. Uh, in the next round in the fifth round in the fifth round yeah I think it's the fifth round yeah uh, and who would some of fifth round opponents be uh, we if, if we win if we beat the isotopes that's what they're called right the isotopes right that's the that's the other one that's yeah. the nickname right uh, if we book maybe we shouldn't say it on the podcast if we uh, beat them yeah. uh, then we would travel to Gangwon FC which is the day's or holiday I'm keeping or or Gimhe but I'm just putting the big team through, right? Cup shocks were are so 2017. <laughs> um, so potential travel to Gangwon to put them out the cup again two years in a row. Okay. To get revenge for that. I think every time we play Gangwon, we're going to beat them until we get back into K1, and then they'll beat us four times in the season. Actually, only three times, because we'll be in the top half, we'll be in the bottom half. Um, other big game, other all K1 game, sorry, uh, Pohang versus Jonam. Don't yep. know if it's big or not, but anyway. Um, and other game, I guess, of note is that uh, the Blue Wings look to have a very easy path through the sixth round. They're, yeah, they're away to Gimpo. And the winner of that is away again to either Gangnam or Chonan. Uh, the Kimpo game's already been switched to switched, yeah. loop the Big Bird. Yeah. I uh, assume the next one would be as well. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then the other game of note, uh, well, I guess, is you, you've got Ansan versus Asan. Okay. So the old K2 game. And the winner of that gets the privilege of switching their game to John Book, I guess, right? I guess that one will be held at their home. You think so, right? Chumbuk, who, who have they got in the fourth round? Uh, Pusan TC. Pusan Transportation, Transportation Corporation. Corporation um, and my favourite, Mokpo. Obviously. Yeah. Uh, they're travelling to Anyang. Okay. And then if they beat Anyang, they'll then play the winner of, of Inchon versus Pochon. Which could potentially be Pochon. They're not a bad side, are they? They're not a bad side. They're not a bad side at all. Uh, now, these matches aren't until mid-July. Yeah, after World Cup, right? So, they've got a long way 
to wait and see, see what happens of course there's a transfer window between now and then so anything could happen yep. Jonathan could be scoring a, 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 a returning hat-trick for any number of clubs yeah I'm looking forward to putting one past the isotopes I said we've got our full complement of foreigners and there's none of them I would want to see a leave for him Okay, <laughs> I'm, I'll be brutally honest. The three that we have, I'd rather say stay. To be perfectly honest. Um, okay, so winners and losers. Now that we've drawn the FA Cup, oh, but let's do the ACL first. Sorry, then do winners and losers, right? Yeah. So ACL, uh, as I was at what uh, LG Lotte uh, at Jamshill Baseball Stadium, enjoying Lotte, my 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 baseball team, complete a double header. Um, I was also chuckling to myself rather loudly as John Book were um, falling. Were you watching football on your phone? Uh, I was watching Never Updates. I wasn't going to sit at the base and watch the actual video of it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, to be perfect, I wouldn't watch the video of it if I was at home when <laughs> I went to the baseball. Um, so it was, John Book did travel to, um, to Thailand. Thailand, and I'm fairly sure there's a different take on this than what I'm about to give, but I believe that they could have taken uh, Edon Guk, Thiago, and Hong, Hong Jong Ho's brother, right? I can't remember his name there. Hong something Ho. Yeah. Um, but they, they, yeah, they seem to have. They left them a home. Um, whether or not they were fit enough to travel is a, is a, is a different... I don't know. I have, I have no idea. But anyway, as far as I'm aware, they were unable to complete a full bench yeah. uh, in, in Thailand. Um, they lost again. But they're still going to be favourites now. Well, they were... If it wasn't for the last minute, yes. They were losing the game 3-1. Yeah. And I think the score the goal was the end. I think it finished three two, right? Yeah. Um, but still favourites. Could imagine they'll they'll win by a goal at least at at Jonju World Cup Stadium. Can't imagine they're going to lose. So if you right? if you're Bururam, do you come to Jonju and look to defend for the second leg, or do you take the game to Chun Chunbuk and see what happens? Um. They've got to take it to them. The, the, the interesting thing is that any team that has actually attacked, yeah, uh, any team that's actually attacked John, but this year has actually done well. I don't mean any team, but if you look at the two, the games that they've lost, they've been attacked in, in all those games. Buriram attacked them, uh, the Chinese team is in, escaped from Tianjin attacked them, and uh, Incheon attacked them. Other teams just sit back, get beat by John Book because they, t- they have the skill and the talent to pick you apart. But I think if you if you push them, I do believe they are vulnerable at the back. Uh, and if I was Buriram, I would I would throw everything at them. To be perfectly honest. Okay. Um, in the other game involving Korean teams, it was uh, down in Ulsan, Ulsan versus Suwon Blue Wings. And if one nil to all, so. I was just about to say if if Tuesday night's game was a rip roaring advert for what football was all about, Wednesday's game was apparently horrendous. A typical Kaylee game. Yeah, uh, one nil to Ulsan. Um, not. I, I mean, I think that's an, an an even enough score. I mean, like Blue Wings should be capable of beating Ulsan uh, at home. Ulsan are equally capable of beating. 
the blue wings in the big bird. So Although presumably they'll have to do with that young Kihoon who was carted off to hospital. He was cracked ribs out of the World Cup as well, if he was ever being taken. I'm unsure of that one, to be perfectly honest. But uh, but yeah, um, he's there for two months now, is the, the news I'm hearing anyway. But yeah, cracked, cracked ribs apparently. And then the other two games involving East Asian teams... Kashima beat Shanghai SIPG 3-1 okay and Guangzhou and Tianjin played well, I can't remember that, that result okay so looking at the key league teams we obviously know that we're going to get one of them in the next round are we going to have two? yeah unfortunately what, yes what two will it be? Chumbuk and Suwon yeah although Suwon's home form hasn't been greatest uh, I still fancy them to come through Okay. And those games are played next week? Yep. Okay, there is one game on the 16th, and I'm, I think we'll do some game on the 15th, right? So, Guangzhou, um, they played against Tianjin, as we said, and one of their players, number five, he was in a clash and he got a bloody nose. He had blood all over his shirt. He had to change his shirt, they didn't have a spare number five shirt. So they got the number 15 shirt off the, off the guy on the subs bench and they put yellow tape over the one, the extra one, to change it into a five. Um, and after that, the club fined six people on the kit team for being ill-prepared. Okay. So what's your take on that? Um, harsh. 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 I mean, isn't that me all one club? Can the club? I mean, they, they're going to find someone on the kit team, but not be prepared, isn't it? The club, the club's um, role as a club to make sure that they are prepared, not just leave it and delegate it to like the poor kit man and the poor kit team. That, that sounds very, for want of a better word, Korean. Well, you would assume it's my fault, Gov. It's his fault. You would assume for something like that, there's procedures, right? you'll take two shirts for each player or you'll take one shirt for each player or whatever. Yeah, you think so, yeah. Um, so, you, you would hope there's procedures for that rather than they're just winging it. So, so either uh, someone screwed up and didn't take the second shirt or there wasn't the procedure they should have a second yeah. shirt, in which case it's not really their fault. Yeah, I, I don't really think you can blame the kick guy. I don't think it, it deserves a fine or a punishment, I don't think. I think they did it the best in, so once it was determined they didn't have a second shirt, I think they were quick thinking enough to tape up the one on the 15 to make it into a five using yellow tape so it wasn't yeah. too noticeable. So, yeah. Uh, that game finished nil-nil, by the way. No, no, okay. So perfectly poised for the second leg. Okay. So winners and losers of the week? Just before we get into that, oh. one other thing I want to talk about. Did you see the, uh, the video of, of uh, Suwon fans on the subway? No, I did not. So there's this video that's doing the rounds on social networks of Suwon fans on the subway. Uh, I'm not sure if it's to the, to the supermatch or from the supermatch, uh, doing some kind of group chanting of Suwon chants. Uh, and this was despite being told not to by people around them. Uh, by announcements being made by the train train driver, mm. what's your take on that? Um, my take on that, wow, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Having been on the Paris subway on the way to Scotland versus Brazil and chanting Scotty like Scotland songs, but the whole way there, yeah, uh, I think it's perfectly. 
normal and natural for people on the way to a game to get a little bit gregarious uh, and a little bit carried away with their songs. When the French people on the train slightly protested, we sang the Marseillaise. Uh, to which they all jumped up and joined in and then everything was okay um, but this is Korea Koreans don't do anything on the subway other than play games and take photographs of young girls asleep across from them right? Yeah. Um, which apparently doesn't get a, a problem um, I think there are my opinion on the singing that's um, uh, going to happen my opinion on should they have stopped when the announcement came in probably um, when people around them said we're uncomfortable they should have moved to the next car not the people who were uncomfortable the, the fans if, the fan, if, they, if they were asked to be quiet by the people around them who didn't think it was appropriate then yeah they probably should have but at the same time we, we need some kind of energy and like passion in, in this league it's, it's, it's lying on his back with three legs in the air um, we, we need something to keep it going ok not the best analogy I've ever used uh, the general um, reaction from Korean fans has been overly negative this just one week after the whole incident down in Chongbuk they're saying yeah well, what do you expect from Suwon fans yeah. that kind of thing So, I mean uh, yeah uh, as a football fan of so many years and having travelled to away games and all that stuff, I think the, the singing in that is part and parcel of it. You know, as they now in 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 Scotland we do have for Scotland games and stuff we have like football specific trains. Yeah. You know, they football fan trains, but that's never going to happen in in, in Korea, obviously, because there's not the numbers for it to happen. You can have a have any of the sole transport lines, any of the sole metro lines, sorry, putting on football fan only trains for like the three Pusan fans that come or whatever. Um, so I don't think it's ever going to happen. Um, I, I get the fact that it can be uncomfortable for the other people around them when they told them to shut up the fans probably should have shut up but at the same time it's part and parcel of football and it's like uh, yeah I, 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 I can't really be hypocritical and say disgusting disgraceful Suwon fans because uh, to be perfectly honest I would do it myself if I was on the subway going somewhere and on the way to Yatap and Songno fans started singing a song, I'd join in. Um, yeah. But, uh, different, different culture. But I guess the problem here is that it's very rare to be on a subway where fans have critical mass over other people. Right? Yeah. So these fans would clearly have been in a minority of passengers on the subway, which just makes them obnoxious. If it's like 90% football fans and 10% regular people who are just heading that direction, it's uh, more understandable, I guess. But what do we know? It was a super match, right? You have no idea. You have no idea what the percentage was. Uh, I've seen the video. Okay. It's, it's Does it look definitely like the, the people that are sitting down are not Suwon fans? Yeah, you, there's a couple of, you can see a couple of Seoul fans and everyone else is just dressed in regular club up, so. Okay. Um, if they were told to shop, they should have shut up. But the same time I'm happy that there was people excited about the football at the same time although I guess it also kind of makes a difference about whether they're on the way to the match or from the match yeah. which I'm not sure about ok ok winners and losers uh, well winners uh, are going to well it pains me to say it but got to be sold they won the super match wasn't expecting that 
Um, so yeah, fair play. My winners of the week have to be um, FC So. Okay. It's between FC So and and, and Buriram, to be perfectly honest. But I, I don't want to say Buriram because by the time people listen to this podcast, they'll have lost the jump book. <laughs> so it's probably not the best idea. Yeah. And give them winners if they hold on to their list. Yes, yes. We'll get my winners next week. Yeah. Paul, your winners. Uh, I think we have to say you. Okay. It's been a long, tough time, but as you said, Seoul won the super match, so you're. Your first Korean team. Uh, <laughs> <second> corner. <laughs> you've been you, you've been that in your mind for like about a week, right? <laughs> okay. Uh, losers. Um. My loser of the week. I think Suwon. They've been in the news for the negative behaviour of their fans. They lost the super match. They lost away to Ulsan. They've lost Young Kyun for a couple of months. He's one of their key players. So it's, they've not had a good week at all. Yep, can't say anything. Can't say any further than that. Not going to, not going to disagree with you. Uh, losers of the week. Negative press. Negative performances. Negative results. Yeah, Suwa and Blue Wings are the losers of the week. Okay, just before we get into previews for next week, uh, it was announced in the news this week that next season the K League's going to introduce some kind of uh, FFP financial fair play procedures okay. so each team's going to have to give more detailed uh, announcements of their revenue streams, the breakdown of revenue where it, like what, what part comes from uh, corporate sponsorship, from government sponsorship, from uh, fan income, things like that uh, what's your take on that? Hey, I agree so apparently a bunch of teams have been running at loss for the last few years and they're trying to overcome that so they're not going to it's not going to be like uh, what we've seen in Europe where they've tried to uh, prevent someone like a, a rich shake coming in and investing a shed load of money of, of his own money that will be still be possible in, in uh, Korea but they're just trying to make sure that clubs aren't spending too much more than they're earning uh, I think it's a good idea because I don't understand how Daegu uh, sorry Daegu I don't understand how Daegu are 57 players 58 now so I think that kind of transparency is is, is, is important. That we see how much is come in, how much is going out, are they breaking even? Yeah, I think I think that can only be. Uh, like, you don't hear or fear that teams in the K League are going to the wall that you do in kind of like, you know bottom leagues of England or any league in Scotland. But um, it's something that you know if it if it stops happening, I think it's important. And I think it may also show you just exactly the difference between Chebol and Citizen Clubs as well, so you can see that exactly how those finances are, are, are managed. I mean, theoretically, Songnam and other council teams, their finances should be readily available. Yeah. But the Citizen Clubs, uh, sorry, the corporate clubs are obviously more able to hide things and make things murkier. Uh, and I guess any move towards transparency is good. Okay. Okay, so, so this week. Full round of games in the weekend. Yep. Um, stretch over into Monday. Do you want to start with K1 or K2? K2. K2. Okay, so this week sees the first, uh, as I said, the first of the, of the Monday games. We have two games on Monday, uh, so we'll get to them eventually. But on Saturday, uh, Songnam, Songnam travel to Guangzhou. Uh, so th- I, I have an idea here's, here's what we'll do right different this time you protect the K2 I'll protect the K1 okay okay so we have Dejan so Saturday we have Dejan versus Anyan uh, home win 
Yeah, I probably agree with that. Okay. Uh, if we have Guangzhou versus Song now, uh, that'd be a score draw. I wouldn't disagree with that one either. No, oh, wow, we're going to be in agreement here. And on Sunday, we have only one game on Sunday. That's Pusan versus Sowieland. Uh, that should be a home win. Yeah, every day of the week, right? Can't, can't see anything else. Uh, two games on Monday. Uh, both 7.30 kickoffs. If you guys have nothing else to, to do on a Monday, please get to a, a, a ground. They're not that far away from everyone or anyone who lives in Seoul. Uh, we have Suwon at home to Ansan Gunners. Two fantastic games as well, by the way. So Suwon at home to Ansan. That's quite difficult to predict because Ansan had a really good start and they've kind of tanked a bit recently. Yeah. Suwon have been relatively poor, but it's also inconsistent. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go with a draw for that one. Hey, last time I was there, it was pretty even, but Ansan won it uh, at, at home. They, they beat Suwon one now. Uh, I'm going to say this is the beginning of the Suwon resurgence. Okay. I saw them against Songnam. They deserve to get a, a, at least a point. They'll go further and they'll get. I'm going to say a home win. Okay. okay. Another game is uh, Buchan versus the Police. Um, do we, we still don't know if Putin are playing at their new home or their old home, right? I believe it's still the old one. Okay. For this one. Um, theoretically, on paper, Putin should win that. Yeah, I'm going to say so. And I'm going to say that if, they, if your predictions and my predictions come true, then we are going to see Putin on top of the league. Because I think Songnam will draw in Guangzhou, and I think Putin will win, yeah? Yeah. Okay. So moving, moving into uh, K1. Um, we have uh, three games on Saturday, three games on Sunday. Uh, Saturday we have Jumbo versus Pohang. Should be noted that Saturday is going to pour with rain. Sunday is going to be fair. Okay. So Jumbo versus who? Pohang. Um, I think Pohang might nick that. Nah, woman, we say. We say, oh man, I'm going to say John Book will bounce back from their, their Buriram battering. Even though they're a bunch of people down and yeah. they've got to have their minds on the midweek game against Buriram. I still think they've got enough to be a, a Pohang team that is spiralling downward again. Pohang couldn't pick a better time to pick John Book, that's all I'll say. Yep, that is true. Pohang picked a better time to. Oh, okay. um, yeah, we have. Pickled peppers. In my head, that was funny, but it didn't come out the way I meant. Uh, we have Seoul travelling to Gangwon. Um, I've no idea what's going to happen. Yeah. After Gangwon getting destroyed by the army, that, 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 that could be anyone's call. They destroyed uh, Cheju, and then they got destroyed by Sangju. Yeah, so nothing is strong, okay? And we will get draw. Probable. Yeah. And uh, the last game on Saturday sees Jeju host the Dragons. Um, that's my. I picked one of those two teams for my elimination this week. Okay. Using I my, haven't. My last life on Jeju. Okay, on Jeju. Do you think Jeju will not lose? Uh, I hope they won't lose. Okay. Otherwise, well, I kind of. <laughs> It's getting to be more of a chore than a pleasure these days, so I won't be that bothered if they do lose. Uh, I think Jeju will win that one. Yeah. And you'll have to keep the chore up for one more week. Um, so Sangju on Sunday, we have Sangju at home to Incheon. Yeah. Home win? Home win. Okay. We have the Blue Wings at home to Daegu. Home win. Home win. And we have Ilsen at home to Gyeongnam. Um, draw. 
And we're saying the way in because Osan will be will drop players, will rest players okay. to get the ACL. So I'm going to say Jungnam will win that one and remain second. So who have you chosen in the elimination game? Busan. Who were home against Eland. Eland. Okay, so that brings us almost to the end uh, of, of this week's show. Uh, Paul, have you picked anything interesting uh, for the intro? Well, I think we should throw our support behind Buriram and pick something Thai, Thai-related. Okay. Uh, uh, having said that, I've struggled to come up with anything, so if you've got any ideas... One golden shot means another fourth victim has come to a glittering end. If you want to get rid of someone... The man with a gold